This episode of The Guy Pod is brought to you by Adam and Brittany Gooch, realtors with the Agency on Pine. The Agency on Pine is an independent boutique real estate brokerage located in the beautiful Shoals area of North Alabama. At the Agency on Pine, they believe you deserve individual attention when you're buying or selling a home, and that is their promise to you. Born and raised in the Shoals, Adam and Brittany Gooch are two of the best agents in the area, and their commitment to the excellence and integrity are second to none. If you or someone you know is thinking about buying or selling real estate in the state of Alabama, then no one will work harder to see those real estate goals achieved than Adam and Brittany Gooch. Give them a call or shoot them a text at 256-394-2156 or 256-710-5888. Or you can find them on Facebook or Instagram. And you can also find them online at gooch.homes. That's G-O-O-C-H dot H-O-M-E-S. That's Adam and Brittany Gooch, realtors with the Agency on Pine. Now here are your hosts to the Guy Pod, Skip Nichols, Josh Kelly, and Adam Gooch. And welcome to the Guy Pod. I'm Skip Nichols. Josh Kelly. Adam Gooch. What's up, guys? What up? So... Just a little, uh, just a little note to our listeners today. If Gooch sounds just a hair less Gucci than he normally sounds, that's because uh, he is calling in from an undisclosed location. Yes, uh, I'm in, I'm in uh, house arrest. So, um, not like with an ankle monitor thing. Also, too. Side note: Can I do a timeout real quick? Sure. I saw something the other day, and I didn't know that the term "somebody's Gooch." what that meant to the other day and it makes me really happy that that's your last name because i've never called it that can i say taint can i say taint we've said it a thousand times before i think you so so i've always called it a taint or the taint meat and i didn't know that some places in america people call it their gooch and i can never see you without thinking about that i just wanted you to know so, yeah, so, man. So, so congratulations, you, you've won. What it, it is, I don't I know. It. And also, how have we never talked about this so far, or have we? And I forgot yeah. it. I I think we probably have, and I think you've probably forgotten. Well, it needed to be brought back up. So yeah, all right, all for it. We, we can it's do it. Also, another fun fact about the word gooch is it's actually in parts of like California and surf culture. It's used as like an adjective to if something's like awesome or gnarly then something is gooch so like a wave is totally gooch and if you're a surfer uh, that's what it means so which i mean i guess taints are pretty awesome so yeah i mean they can i uh, mean are they it's kind of like your gallbladder do you really need it <laughs> i mean, you really it, need that it, part it holds things together okay i really accept does. that it's kind of a barrier <laughs> So, between one side of the other. So, so back to the surf Gooch thing. You think that's probably a derivative of like the Gucci bags because they're so expensive and cool or something? Oh, because people maybe. say that's Gucci. Yeah, it's Gucci. You know? Also, for the record, if either one of y'all, if I ever heard you say that, I'm punching in your Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, so so let's go ahead and talk about this and talk about why – Adam or Gooch is in an undisclosed location. COVID nineteen, the coronavirus. He like, does not have the coronavirus. He doesn't. He doesn't. But um, I do not. He is more susceptible to the coronavirus because he's just overall a weak man, and he has to stay at home. <laughs> and he's not here, so I could pretty much say whatever I want to. Yeah. 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 So, so fun yeah, fact, I, have, I keep uh, looking at Gucci's empty chair, too. Yeah. Like, like I'm like I'm talking to him. Every time yeah. we say something, we look at you, and you're not there. You should have at least like put a picture of me up or something. We could you know? have. We probably should have. We should have done that. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's funny. But That's I funny. am, uh, I am under house arrest quarantine. I, uh, I do have lungs of like a 90 year old man. So that's, uh, that's part of the game. Fun time. So everybody's like lost their minds now, you know, and honestly, I'm going to be, I'm going to be real when everything started popping and everybody started dying in China. Not that I wasn't sad, but it was in China and it didn't really affect me. You know, if I'm just being real with you. So it was one of those things where it wasn't, I don't know. It's over in China. Well, then, like, everything started happening all across the country, and I was like, you know what? More people die of the flu and all this. And I was like, oh, but you can – I didn't know all the facts. And and it's so funny because you, you get caught up in the stuff you see on social media and more people die of the flu and all this kind of stuff. But I had no idea how serious this was. You know, and now, like, literally, the governor here in Alabama, Governor Ivy. Oh, Beauregard, Governor Ivy. Um, <laughs> she took and uh, basically shut us down. I mean, we're not like California shut down, but we're pretty shut down right now. It's kind of the Alabama version because you can't go to like go shop. Well, yeah. let's let's be honest. Even if they did shut down Alabama, we wouldn't listen to it. That's which is part of the problem. Yeah, I mean, which is part of the problem. But I, I don't know, man. It's just uh, I'm ready for things to go back to normal. I'm, t- I'm really for, ready for the curve to be flat. Yes. Get the, the flattening of the curve over with. Um, for those of you that, that listen to us on a regular basis, you know that, that all three of us have small businesses. And uh, so, yes, it's, uh, people aren't buying stuff. People aren't buying <laughs> insurance. Uh, uh, they may, be, may still be buying houses. How's it going for you guys, Gooch? It's, uh, it's stayed steady, but um, the only people you're getting right now are people that have to buy, not people that just want to buy. And so if you don't have to sell a home right now, then you don't want a bunch of strangers coming into your house. And if you're not having to, to purchase, you don't like going into other strangers' homes. So it's it's definitely hitting us for sure. Oh, absolutely. I didn't I didn't even think about, you know, the having to show the things and being in somebody else's house yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So you get a lot of people that I mean, when you get down into having I mean, just the people that have to come into your home as part of a real estate transaction from inspectors to appraisers to the buyers and all these different things. There are a lot of people that aren't even deals we currently have that are pending that we're having to process. Like we're having to make sure inspectors are wearing masks and it's uh, it is an interesting time in our history. You know, I'm excited to see optimistically excited to see the. um the new business front after this post Corona post COVID-19, what it looks like. Um, I'm a glass half full guy. I'm a big picture guy. I'm a glass half full guy skips the detail guy. As far as like, let's worry about what's right in front of us. And that's why he and I do so well with each other. But I'm looking now as all right. Hey, you know what? There's nothing I can, I cannot control anything right now whatsoever. But once this is all over, I mean, what this is, you know, one thing about Americans is when we have crisis, we come together really strong, you know, and we're better because of it. You look back at any of the major tragedies and stuff, um, wish they didn't happen, but they did. But what it looks like post that, I mean, it's uh, there'll be some good changes. I'll tell you one thing, I've, I'll never look at germs and stuff the same way. Same. Real talk. I don't know. I don't know before this how often I really washed my hands. If I'm being right. honest, I mean, I definitely didn't wash them the 16 times a day. I'm washing them now or better. 
I don't even yeah. know if I wash my hands sixteen times a week. Like I wash my hands a lot. In the, like when when I'm when I'm in the, the truth is coming out. Well, I'm just being real. So like in the mornings when I'm fixing my hair. So those of you that don't know me or hadn't got on our social media, I have a pompadour haircut. Uh, I'm very funny about my hair, and there's a process to it with different chemicals and products that I use and in between them I wash my hands like six times in between all the different stuff but that's just because I don't like my hands feeling sticky <laughs> it's not it's not for germ reasons you know and uh, um, oh do we have a guest on the guy pond we got little gooches oh gosh <laughs> um, but the uh, um, I, I, I don't know I, like I have hand sanitizer in my truck now and I'm just looking at things different. I, I wouldn't say that. People would be knocking a hole in the window of your truck to get your hand sanitizer. That would be awesome. Just yeah. steal the whole thing. Burn it to the <laughs> ground. Sure. I'll get a new one. I love trading cars. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, I, definitely, it. Uh, I definitely think we're going into a new normal. People talk about things getting back to the way they were, and I think we will to a certain extent. But just like post 9-11, all things travel changed, and there are different processes and procedures, and travel um, went to another level. I think just like you said, everything that we're going to go back to will be different from, from here on. Yeah. You know, after nine 11, they made it where you couldn't, or shortly after that, they made it where you couldn't bring more than like three ounces of liquids or gels or whatever in a container on the airplanes. Here's what I predict. I predict getting on airplanes after this, they're going to hand you a gallon of hand sanitizer to carry <laughs> on there with you. Well, you know, another thing. So like I was going to the doctor the other day for something totally unrelated and there's a couple ladies posted up down at the bottom uh, for you get on the elevator with this radar gun thing checking temperatures. I mean, yep. Adam and I used the same barber, and we passed in the in the chair Friday, and he actually got there a little early and came in. I was sitting there talking, and she has this little heat gun. She was, like, zapping our foreheads because she would be like, you get out of here, you know? <laughs> yep. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's different. It's a different world we're in. And uh, speaking of different worlds, let's take a quick break uh, for our. Yeah. What is that? Sponsor. Come on, Skip. I'll get it out in a minute. Come on. Uh, um, tech, tech guy. Um, producer. Engineer. Engineer. All right. Okay. We got it now. We're ready to roll. Hey, listen, don't go anywhere because I've got something I need to talk about that's very serious after this. Super serious. Y'all hold tight. Let's face it, sometimes local is just better. Locally grown, locally sourced, shop local, eat local. But what about local expertise? At Allstate, Josh Kelly is just that, a local. So contact Tuscumbia Allstate agent Josh Kelly today so he can help you with protection that's right for you and the things you love most. His team can be reached at 256-826-5309. Allstate, are you in good hands? Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. And we're back. And we're back. Yep. Super so, simple. So, so, yeah, this COVID thing's kind of scary, but we'll figure it all out. You know what? And I think this is enough seriousness for the guy pod. I think this is the most serious talk discussion we've had to date other than the uh, boob squirts. That was a pretty <coughs> yep. serious conversation. That was a pretty serious was, conversation. This yeah. is probably the most serious 11 minutes we've done. And here's the thing. If you haven't listened to the episode about boob squirts, how are you on this episode and you haven't listened to those yet? You need to go back and listen to all of them in order because they don't play off of each other, but you just need to listen to right. them. Because here's the thing. You've got time. 
Absolutely. You've got Absolutely. time to go back and listen to these now. Absolutely. And also remember, if there's a topic that you want the guys to uh, tackle, let us know because we have time to record a lot of stuff right now. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about the next thing on the agenda, shall we? Let's do it. What, uh, um, Gooch, do you want to, do you want to start us off? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I think, um, the one thing amidst the coronavirus and COVID and all the things that have been happening, um, obviously people are trying to politicize it and you're getting, um, a continued disunity over, um, what response is happening, what isn't happening, who's doing it right, who's not. Um, but thank God that there was one man that stepped in to bring this country together. Um, and that is the one and only Tiger King himself, Joe Exotic. The politician. Listen, mm. I don't know about you guys, but like mm. I clicked a button and I lost hours of my life immediately. And it was um, so great. It was glorious. Yes. The, the only thing that I don't like about it is, is I like being the guy that, that introduces things to people. And I was the last one to the show. You really were. <laughs> you it was, were. It was our last guest that actually. Out of my inner circle of friends. Now, since then, I have made up for it and evangelized it across the nations. <laughs> he has told everyone. But he in, proselytized. in my circle of friends, I was the last one to the party. And uh, it was like. So much to the point we couldn't talk about it at work for spoiler alerts. Like, now, now I caught up in two days. Don't get me wrong. I watched it. But, like, here's the thing. Like, I don't know how it made me feel. Like, I don't even know if I really like it. But I love it. Yes. And, and, and it was horrible and amazing. And I'm embarrassed that I watched it. But yet I'm telling everybody. Like, I don't understand. I don't know how to process the feelings I'm having right now. Well, here's the deal. It is the number one trending show on Netflix in the United States. So you are not alone in your shame, dismay, and discomfort. Yeah. That is, that's it. Uh, it's, what, a, uh, it's a caricature of a subculture that we did not know existed. And I want to be in it. <laughs> really? <laughs> I do. Okay. Also, can I, say that I'm, can I say that I'm glad it was in Oklahoma and not Alabama? Yes. Can I say that out loud? Well, it, it landed, it, it triangulated us. It got South Carolina and Florida. and We're, we're right in the middle. We're right in the middle. But... I just, um, you know, what's neat is, is I found out because here's the thing. If we're being honest, if I'm being honest, I would be friends with all of them. <laughs> yeah, um, you would. I would. I would associate with them. He would. Except and, for one. Except for one. Yeah, he except for one. cannot be friends with Carol Baskin. No, she's, no. She, I hate her. She, she's um, the worst. She's on the list yeah. with um, Kevin Bananas Bacon and, and Bana- Kevin Bacon, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, I respect, I respect the hustle. Because yeah. basically, oh, yeah. basically, she's doing the same thing they're doing and yeah. just put a different spin on yeah. it. And she, I respect her in that sense. She keeps tigers from being locked up in cages by locking tigers up in cages. And we see, her, <laughs> her, her, her hustle's different because she charges and she gets money online donated to her, like 20-something grand a week. Oh, yeah. And she doesn't have to pay any staff. Right. Because, and she's yeah, already a millionaire. Hundreds of volunteers. We'll talk about why she was already a millionaire here in a minute. Yeah. But I wanted to tell you, I, I've always had an affinity for exotic animals. From I have lots of animal print clothing. He does. I have some That's Reebok true. classics that are cheetah print. I have lots of snakeskin belts, alligator boots, whatever. I like animal print. It's considered a neutral now. You can wear it. Of all my friend group, too, I'm probably the only one that can pull off wearing 
exotic animal print clothing. I think you're the only one that tries it. That's because that I'm the only true. one that can pull it off. Because when you see, like, if Skip came in with like a snakeskin belt on, no, it would be we would laugh him out of the building. But if I walk in with it on, it's just that's just Josh. That's me. So agreed. So I've always kind of liked that kind of stuff. Well, I've wanted a Savannah cat for years, which is kind of a same in between yeah. in there. And so I've done lots of research over the years about exotic animals and stuff. So in Alabama, well. U.S., there are no laws against owning big cats. No. Nope. Now, you have to have permits to sell them across state lines. So, like, if you've got one here and if you've got one in Tuscumbia and I want to sell one to Gooch over in Killen, I can all day long, whatever. You can breed them and sell them in the state. Now, you can donate them to zoos to zoos and places like that, quotation marks, and there's a bunch of bogged up paperwork, mm-hmm. but there's no laws. It's just like owning a dog. You just, any endangered species, you can't sell across state lines. The amazing thing to me that I learned in watching um, Tiger King, though, is that big cats are cheaper than some dogs. You got people paying $2,500 for a golden doodle, and we learned in Tiger King that for two grand, you could buy your own tiger. That's right. Another thing we learned... And I'm super happy that this is a real thing, is that ligers actually do exist. I knew that. Yes, they are real. Bred uh, for their uh, skills and magic, according to uh, Napoleon Dynamite, but, um, <laughs> but definitely. And oh, 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 mystic doctor guy, fake doctor. Doc Antle. Doctor in mystic arts. Oh, yeah. Uh, he has ligers. Jeez. So listen, he did. Here's the thing. I feel like we should break this show down. For people who haven't watched it, first of all, if you haven't watched Tiger King, lots of spoilers coming up. Yeah, so you might want to yes. pause this. Go spend the next seven hours of your life uh, catching up. <laughs> so because we once you, you start right now, it there's stop. lots of spoilers that's about to happen. So this is going to be more of us. I think this conversation goes. I'm going to nominate myself to dictate this of more of let's let's talk about these obscure things because there's so many radical. What the crap stuff that we missed some of the small things that happened in there. That's like, we need to talk about this. Yeah. And, and honestly, I want to watch it again all the way through since the shock factor will be kind of yeah. lessened. Yeah. And plus, too, yeah. most of the episodes I watched at like 4 a.m. because I couldn't quit watching it. Yeah. Um, but th- the first thing I want to talk about is let's talk about Joe Exotic. Yeah. And let's talk about why I've never heard of him before now. How could that happen? Well, you're not um, astute in the ways of politics in the greater Oklahoma area, apparently. But here's the thing. How did he not make The Tonight Show and Jimmy Fallon? And how did that not get picked up? I don't know. Doc Antle was on. I've seen Doc Antle before on different shows. But, like, I didn't know he was who he is. Yeah. I thought he was, I classified him as a Steve Irwin type of guy. I thought he was too. Totally not. I had no idea he'd like cameoed on Sister Wives. Yeah. <laughs> but Joe Exotic, just like everything about him. Also, I found out that that's not really him singing. Oh, no. Which hurts my feelings. You, you thought oh, that was real? That. I thought he you was just actually ruined singing. That for me. Wait a minute. You didn't know he wasn't. I thought that was. No, that's not him. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not really him singing. Yeah, some guy came out on Twitter and yeah, it was uh, his was dad. talking about it. It's his dad. He's passed oh, away now, man. but it, but Joe paid him to do all of this. Wow. That's not, I, I, you know, I still like it. I mean, I still like Millie Vanilli, you know? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't True. them. Yeah. 
But Joe Exotic, all, I, I feel like there were so many different stories there that we could spin this off and have just one on. Because that show was about Joe Exotic, but it wasn't. No. It was about, I don't I, know what it was about. I want some more of each one of them individually. I got to have a season two. Yes. So they're working on that, I think. Yeah. Now, I thought they were working on it. But like his outfits. So he, here it is. You've got a gay, redneck, flamboyant. Gun-toting. Gun-toting. Tiger keeper, meth addict guy, country music star, country music yes. star. Like I just, how does that happen? He broke down every stereotype that ever existed on the planet. Yes, all in one fatal swoop. That's because he did whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, you talk about I mean, somebody living his best life. Yeah, he he if, falls under that category. If this were not a family friendly. Podcast, I would say zero is given. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Which you know, I mean, you have to respect that in a lot of. Now, he was. I just still. I'm not saying that he's a good guy. No, not do, at all. Do I want him around my kids? No. Would I hang out with him? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I would take that opportunity. I would like to just be in the room with all of these people talking, and then his friend joe or john for the show we'll call him his friend john with the no teeth so he's got his teeth fixed and he was mad because they didn't show him with his teeth fixed and he didn't understand it (laughs) but i understand why if i was that producer yeah i'd have told him take his shirt off too absolutely yeah i mean i just that guy on the same who is not you know what but he's but he is say the words i say gay yeah he's not gay but he's he is but it's just super confusing to me. They're, the whole relationship. And then the third guy comes into play. Yeah. Travis. Maldonado. Maldonado. It's just, man, I just, that whole crew over there. And then you got Saf, the one-armed, one-armed girl. That for some reason, all of her scenes have to be filmed sitting in the middle of a junkyard next to a gas can. I'm going to tell you, whoever put this documentary together. Excellent. Work. I want to watch anything else they make. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, fun fact. I don't know that you guys knew this. I'm going to break it. Um, after Joe Exotic graduated from high school, he actually became a police officer. At 19, he became the chief of police um, in Eastvale, where he was at. And um, he basically ruled the town. Oh, my goodness. You're kidding yep. me. No, that's, that's not true. He was, chief, he was the chief of police in Eastvale. Here's the thing, Gooch. We're not ready. To, we're not at fake news yet. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's real, real talk, man. That's so, awesome. so that's how he got his original badge because yep. I, I found it very uh, interesting that as soon as uh, Saf got her arm bitten off, which was announced in the gift shop unceremoniously. <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm going to be honest with you. Somebody just got their arm ripped off. <laughs> or we're going to reschedule you. Yeah, we'll give you a refund here. Buy a keychain. Could you imagine being in that gift shop becoming? Listen, somebody just got their arm ripped off, but. You're okay. So so he goes back out of the gift shop, throws on this EMT jacket. <laughs> what a and then all of a sudden everybody everybody on the staff has a badge. You talk about that's like the biggest flex of all flexes. I, 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 I don't get it. I don't I don't I don't comprehend. So I'm just I'm excited about so after that scene where he says, um, how did he put it? I'm gonna be this is going to ruin me financially. I, I can't financially. I'll, there's no way I'll financially recover from this. I'm like, 
you need to be worried about recovering Saf's arm. So my favorite, yes. so that part right there, there's no way I can financially recover from this. I'm just excited about all the memes that are getting produced right oh, now. Oh, absolutely. The meme, the, the meme farms are generating lots and lots oh of uh, harvestable content. I have, if you don't follow me on Facebook or TikTok or wherever you get your social media stuff, um, I have been recreating some Joe Exotic um, videos and pictures and different things as Josh Exotic. And my wife is <laughs> definitely over my stuff right now. Yes, she is. So I took a break yesterday from it. And uh, I felt like there's so much negativity going around with the coronavirus and all this stuff that's happening, and it sucks. I was like, you know what? Let's have some fun. So I have been wearing it out, and it's pretty funny. I agree. I've almost broken the internet a couple of times. But uh, where were we? So so where did we go next? Did we talk about – We were talking about the memes. So I guess we the should badges. go into um, – Maybe go into Doc Annell now? Doc yeah, Annell? we just said each character. Yeah, I'm good with that. All yeah. right, so it was Doc Annell, who pretty much has come through this whole thing unscathed. Well, not if you see the very end. What happened at the very end? Well, in the little credits where they talk about, you know, he's like under investigation and losing everything and, oh, yeah. and all of that, too. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah. Because yeah, the, per- the only person unscathed is the murderer. But we'll get sure. to that later. Yeah. Or so, the ex-cartel boss. Yeah, really. Oh, man, that guy was cool. Oh, no, <laughs> I'd like to hang out with All him right, as well. All right, Doc Annel. Doc Annel. So, one at a time. One at a time. Doc Annel. My first impressions of him was, you know what? This is kind of the normal one of the bunch. Yeah, I thought it was like the like you, Steve Irwin. The- and he's definitely the smartest business guy. Um, For sure. You know, I'm, I'm skipping around here, but there's so much. The Tim Stark guy from, like, Indiana, my favorite line out of the whole series was, you know, I went over there to have Doc teach me about tigers. Crap, man. I wouldn't teach me about women. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, the guy's the got – for people to know is that, like, Doc Annell in the show is basically known for using his zoo to lure – like these young women into virgins. Yeah. Basically being his wives and he's a polygamist and they work in his zoo for basically nothing. Like a hundred bucks a week or something. A hundred bucks a week. And yeah. they've all got their own houses. What did he call them? He didn't call them wives. Um, apprentices, interns, interns, something. He called them yeah. something. Um, yeah. but she, she interned. I mean, takes you back to the nineties. Wow. I mean, wow! But yeah. he's got a, he's got a cool space. When they were talking about people paying three to seven hundred dollars to come in and tour and all of this, but then you know what? I get an opportunity to go hang out with some tigers and pet some cubs and do all of that, and it's three or four hundred bucks. I'm doing it too. But he also runs the price up when it gets busy. He's like the airlines. Yeah. So does everybody else in the world. Yeah, he's like, he's like Airbnb. The you know. You go to the beach right now, cheap. Yeah, really. Don't <laughs> go know? to the beach. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, please no. You know, November. I mean, of course, November is cheap to go to the beach. Yeah. You go to the middle of June, it's expensive. Same thing with all theme parks, and I would kind of put that in that category. So, so let's talk just a little bit about this title, Doc. <laughs> he 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 had his doctorate is is in the mystic sciences, whatever that means. Yes. Yeah. Is that like some kind of 
Is that first of all? Yogi, is that, is yogi, it real? Uh, uh, I haven't googled it. I, I saw it on Netflix. Got to be real. Yeah, Gooch, I don't know. That's that's a cre- of, I don't know if it's accredited. That sounds like <laughs> something you would research, Adam. I, I mean, I don't think you go to Alabama or Auburn or Harvard or Yale and get a PhD in mystic sciences. Of course, what I know, yeah, you know, maybe. Yeah, I uh, I don't know how you get a doctorate in mystical science. Um, I, I think you could probably just give it yourself. You print it. You print probably print it off the internet, just like I did my uh, dudist ordination from the Church of the Dude. Yeah, just go fill it out and print it. I, I just I, there's so much going on there, and. The outfits that he has the women wear, and they do. He's a great showman, you know. He's a great showman, and and I like that. I think he's got the most business sense out of all of them. And um, but there's this weird stuff going on. And he was smart enough to where he wouldn't answer certain questions to incriminate himself. He was was also directing the camera crew at the beginning. Remember that? Yeah. (laughs) If I'm gonna real talk, I would probably do that too. If it was, he's been in like every movie. Oh yeah. On the planet. Like Ace Ventura. I mean, he's provided all these. And that, yep. to me, that's what gave him this air of legitimacy until about episode three. And I'm like, you're just as bad as the rest of them. Oh, 100%. Because he provided all these animals for 500 different movies. And I'm not talking about like B grade movie. I mean, blockbusters. His, his son that was in the. The, he's got like 50 kids, yeah. but the son that was in there on the thing with him, I didn't realize who that was, but the son does has a huge social media presence and does tons of stuff online um, with animals. But he's a weirdo too, which makes tons of sense. Okay. Tons of sense. And his torso is like eight feet tall, and he has little short legs, but he's real tall. It's weird. The whole, the whole, the whole thing is weird. So uncomfortable. So, so, so check so, this out. Okay. Rolling Stone magazine which I think we can all agree is a pretty reputable printer, you know, Um, they have actually done an extensive report on Doc Antle and his organization. And so according to Rolling Stone, right, to be eligible for an apprenticeship with Doc Antle, um, you do not need any formal education. However, uh, recruits must be female. They must be single and they must be childless. They cannot expect any time off for any reason, and they must be, quote-unquote, within 20 pounds of their perfect athletic weight or working to get there. They must be able to do push-ups, pull-ups, and run a 12-minute mile. They must be vegetarian and can't smoke or drink. Wow. Is that even legal? Like, Doc Antle has higher standards than, like, the peace officers Yes. in the state of Alabama. Wow. And apparently these ladies are like lined up to do this at a hundred bucks a week. I mean, why not? Please tell me that this, this story was actually on the cover of the Rolling Stone. (laughs) If it wasn't, I don't know how they missed it. It will be. So, (laughs) yeah. And you know, that, that kind of gets me. I'm not an attorney. Skip's the closest thing I have to an attorney (laughs) in my life. Um, And he went to like law school for a few years and decided he didn't want to do it anymore. And, did something different he's got like seven degrees um and so in like a hundred bazillion dollars in student debt still uh, <laughs> every time somebody hey, starts, some of that's going away Jack. every time somebody <laughs> says something about student debt going away he skips eyes light up he's like really <laughs> and he's like 60 so um so 
how is that legal? Did you? I mean, Hooters does the same thing. You have to be a certain whatever, whatever, whatever. But like, because you don't. I mean, obviously, you go to a restaurant like that, and there's the women in there working are a certain thing. Um, obviously, how do you get away from the discrimination stuff? I don't know. the The only thing that makes any sense to me, and if and it's movie law, uh, because in Ocean's Thirteen, the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, they talk about he doesn't the, the guy the guy um, at the bank hotel. He doesn't hire wait staff wait, waitresses. He hires entertainers that serve or models that serve or something like that. And maybe that's how they get away with it. I don't oh. know I, if that's a real thing. I don't know. I didn't. Take, I, I took the I took the classes I wanted to take for those two years, <laughs> and uh, did not take entertainment law or um, employment law. Hey, if you're an attorney listening to this. First of all, that's pretty cool. Second of all, let us know. Or yes. if you know this answer, shoot us a message and let us know because I want to know yeah. that. How do they get around stuff like that? How does the is there a Hooters rule? And and also it's pretty sad that we're trying to figure out how they get around that with everything else <laughs> they've done. Well, that's the way my brain that's the way my brain works. Okay. Yeah. All it, right. It, speaking of law, speaking it, of law, all the other stuff legal. <laughs> Speaking of law, this the Tim Stark guy that's like from Indiana or Ohio, Illinois, that, Illinois, or somewhere, yeah. something with an eye up in the Midwest that ends up partnering with Jeff Lowe at the end, and yeah, um, yeah, he's from Indiana, Indiana. Okay, yeah, he he gives me the vibe that he has like a with all the equipment and stuff he had and everything. I think he owns like some kind of big commercial construction company. He he's got money. Probably so. All these guys they have all money. have money. Yeah, they all, yeah, have they've money. all got money. But yeah, he was the money in the the new venture down in yeah in South Oklahoma. You know, in, in Joe Exotic Zoo is still open. Yeah, the as of right now, it's still open in the new location. No, no, the old still was, in the old location. The old location is still open. Well, weird. Um, I just read that yesterday on a thing, but like, so Tim is kind of. Kind of normal for the most part. He's one of him and the staff, the girl that got her arm ripped off. And the guy with no legs. The, yeah, the, the, the two amputees were actually, in my opinion, the most normal people pretty, in pretty the Pretty reasonable. Pretty Definitely. reasonable. In the whole thing. So, I guess, do we go on into Carol now? Let's take a break. Let okay. the uh, Let the audience digest all of this and uh, hear from <laughs> our sponsor. Digest. You see what I did there, I did and then uh, and then we'll come back and talk about the goings on of big cats in uh, South Florida. How's that sound? All right, you cool cats. Yeah. Hang on, we'll be right back. Hey, you cool cats <laughs> and kittens. Let's face it. Sometimes local is just better. Locally grown, locally sourced. Shop local, eat local. But what about local expertise? At Allstate, Josh Kelly is just that, a local. So contact Tuscumbia Allstate agent Josh Kelly today so he can help you with protection that's right for you and the things you love most. His team can be reached at 256-826-5309. Allstate, are you in good hands? Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. And by availability, that means you got to call me right now. Yeah, don't don't come inside here. I'm not meeting you (laughs) face-to-face. It's not happening. So let's talk about Carol. So... What I thought was interesting was also for the fact for the for the record, Carol's super mad about how the, they painted her into the, this whole thing, how they left yes. out stuff, and how they painted her as a somebody that's evil. She had more screen time than Joe. Oh yeah, or as much. Um, 
So there's lots of conflicting things. So first of all, she starts out as the exact same thing that Joe does, but straight up about it. We're just breeding and selling these things, right? Well, then she killed. Here's Josh's take on it. She starts off. She hooks up with this millionaire. They start buying up cats and breeding them. She does videos on how to do it, straight for profit. She finds out her husband's leaving her. She kills him. <laughs> Allegedly. Feeds him to a tiger, dumps him in the ocean, something. Under yeah. the septic tank. Yeah. He's something. Because um, she's smart. She's a smart person. She did something. It was the 80s or whenever it was, so you know there wasn't things like DNA and stuff and computers. And uh, um, so she got away with it. And then, then she decided, you know what? Let's spin this a different way. Let's L. Ron Hubbard this thing. And That's totally a cult. I love it. Let's, let's L. Ron Hubbard this thing and make money off of it and say we're a, a, a rescue. And now I can have my cats. And I've got a stick against everybody else. And I'll get my labor for free. And people can donate me money. And since I'm a millionaire, I'll fight you all and put you out of business. And that's what she yep. did. Sounds about right. That's the, She's the, nuts. The Reader's Digest version. She's as nuts as the rest of them. I agree. 100%. What's your take, Gooch? Yeah. yeah, I think she definitely tries to put herself off like she's the, she's the crusader. She's the hero. But um, to me... I would rather, if you're going to be the Joe Exotic type character, that you're going to be out there and so flamboyant and opinionated and loud. I just want you to be that way. Mm-hmm. But if you try to like pull yourself as something else, like a, you know, a wolf in sheep's clothing, I would rather just know what I'm dealing with. Yeah. And so, to me, she's probably the worst of all because she tries to pretend that she's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would totally trust Joe Exotic in a business deal on the front end rather than Carol. Cause you know yep. what you're getting. Yep. Absolutely. Oh yeah. You don't have to question where you stand with Joe exotic. Oh, no doubt. You know, it with Joe exotic. When he's doing the governor messages stuff, he's standing out there with his, I wish they never told us why he was, had a leg brace and was walking with a cane. Yeah. Cause of his car wreck. It almost killed yeah, him. He, I missed yeah, he that. He tried to kill himself. Yeah, he tried to kill himself after he came out to his dad. Drove, oh, drove his car off the bridge. That's why his legs messed up. Sometimes yeah. he has a cane, yeah. sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't put that part together. But my favorite when he's standing out there in the middle of the pit, the tiger den or whatever you call it, and he's talking about all the stuff when he was running for governor. You need to go. I can't play that on here, but <laughs> you need to go find that. But Carol, I don't know. Like at first, I was like, okay, she's nuts. But the deeper it got, the deeper it got, she killed Don. She killed she Don did. Lewis. Yeah, I agree. I mean, just the way everything went down. But it's another O.J. Simpson. Yep, yeah. she had the money. Yeah, tons of money. And you see, the, the, the new husband, I'm not sure what that situation's all about. Cause yeah. I, I, I'm wondering if, like, is is he just kind of like programmed at this point? Because he was, I mean, there, there was no question he's a thousand percent loyal to her. What's well, because the? I mean, that's the it's, money. It's got to be the money. It's got to be the money. Well, be the money. Also, yeah. too, I'm thinking. You know, here's the thing. You see all these rich billionaire guys, right? What's on their arm? Like 
her being a millionaire, I feel like she could have done better than whatever that guy's name right. is. He's very unforgettable. Mr. Yes, Baskins. he is. What's his name? Mr. Baskins. Baskins, yeah, Mr. Baskins. I feel like she could have done better in that, <clears throat> that category. Um, unless he's the one controlling everything and he's got the bluff on us. I guess we'll find out in season two. Could it be? I don't know. Maybe. I just it's want there to be more some, coming out. I want there to be so many spinoff shows from this that I, I wonder how Netflix judges success on this. Because obviously they paid, I bet they didn't pay a whole lot of money for this. Uh, I bet they got a deal. Now, season two is going to cost them. I, for I, sure. I bet they bought this in comparison to like a, hey, we're going to pop a Marvel movie on here or let's do this docuseries or whatever else. I bet it was pennies on the dollar for something like this. Somebody there saw this and was like, this is great. Oh, yeah. We're putting this yeah. on here. We're buying it. I mean, I'm sure it was – you get put on Netflix, there's – but I, I wonder if there's – I would love to see the economics of that, of do you get paid off of views? Is there a piece in there for that? Or is it a flat fee or a, what it looks like? But I bet they got it cheap. But now, man. Yeah. And I, I like to think there's like a guy that's working at Netflix right now that maybe used to work on the Jerry Springer show. Hmm. Yes. And and he's like in charge of radically insane reality shows. I like that. I'd like to be that guy. And you know they find them cheap. They get them cheap. The, the first season. Now, you know, we can do a whole other show making the yeah. making of a murderer and all that kind of stuff too. But the first yeah. season, you know, it's it's probably a gamble. They, I don't I don't know what what it costs to buy a show. I can't imagine they pay much more than hundred hundred fifty thousand dollars for a documentary. Right. But well, the interesting thing is that like just for season one, it took them five years. Yeah, and to get all that footage. And this whole thing is not where this documentarian was Roll going. With that beautiful bean footage. No. He was going for like a serious doc on big cats and like yeah. walked into the, um, the the show. I want to know his story. We should try to get him on the guy pod. Like I want to know his story. He never, you never heard him talk. You never heard saw his face. You never. I mean, what? Who is this person? That's what I want to know. Yeah, and what what about old boy that was in the in the black leather uh, crocodile Dundee hat smoking all the cigarettes? <laughs> the the producer of JoeExoticTV.com or whatever it was. Yeah, that yeah. guy was different. He was, and he was like a legitimate reporter for years. He got the shaft on it because all of the uh, his stuff the, burned down. Yeah, his stuff. <laughs> Joe Exotic lit that fire. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> Joe Exotic lit that fire. So, so you agree that it's ten thousand dollars to commit arson in the state of Oklahoma? That's the going rate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's 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 the number that kept getting ballied around in the in the show. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know, but the, everything about it, like I want more, but there's so many questions, and then we haven't really even got into Jeff Lowe. No. Guess what? So fun fact about Jeff Lowe, he was sued by Prince. Really, Prince? How do you sue by Prince? The the artist formerly known as Prince, the symbol guy, signed sued him over selling unauthorized merchandise. You know, he was from Vegas area. Okay, and yep. he sued him for selling unauthorized Prince merchandise. Really? True. Yep. So that's the that's the mail fraud. Is it some of the mail fraud stuff he got? 
caught on to, or was that something totally different? That I don't know. I if he's shipping it across state lines. That I don't know, but I know that Prince sued him. That's wow, that's hilarious. So I found that out. And I just I'm not sure how I found that. I got I got this show sent me down a a crazy trail of different things, and uh, I'm still um, trying to wrap my head around getting sued by his royal badness. I mean that happened. Yes. Wow. So I mean, yeah. obviously, it was big enough. Whatever he was doing, yeah, for them to actually sue him and stuff. Of course, I'm sure Prince has a team of attorneys well, on retainer. Well, not to, anymore. Well, you know what I mean. No. Had, <laughs> but I mean Jeff Lowe. What a what a piece of crap. Yeah. Just in general, first of all, I make an, a total assumption of him. But when he walked up with his affliction shirt on, the leather jacket, in the middle of Oklahoma. <laughs> It's never cold in Oklahoma. With his do-rag and his Oakley hat. Everybody's got on Crocs and shorts and their shirts off, and he's got his do-rag on because he's bald and his ripped-up jeans from Buckle, his Harley boots, and an Affliction shirt. What what you want to bet the whole next season sponsored by Affliction and Buckle? I mean, just like – I put that person into the same category. The person that wears like a leather jacket in the summer is the same category as people wear sunglasses inside buildings. That's what I think about you. Corey Hart. Exactly. So I just, that I don't know. It's just stupid. So he's a piece of crap from the get-go. I mean, just the stuff that he was saying to his wife. Um, it, why don't we cut that one part where he was like, um, yeah, have the baby get back in the gym and get back in something. Just the yeah, things really. that he was saying yeah. and stuff, and that and he honestly, really, he didn't. He wasn't kidding. No, he was just. This is it, you know. And talking about, I'm hiring the the nanny, the nanny, and show pictures of her and all. It's just like, really. <laughs> so we we live in a very different world than than these people. And yeah, and, and I think that was the whole point of the thing, like. It's the subculture of these big cat exotic animal owners, and um, but nobody knew how far that rabbit hole went down until these directors took the jump. Right, and and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Gooch, but this this whole system of people is super tightly connected. Like, if you've got anything to do with cats at all, you like yes. know these people. Yeah, I have a, uh, I won't say his name because I don't know if he's um, okay with his name being shared, but there is a local gentleman here in the Shoals who um, I know, and I actually had to ask him because he is a big cat owner. He owns he's got um, a tiger. several, yeah, he's got several large cats uh, here in the Shoals. And um, so when I started seeing this, he was the first person I thought of. And I'm yeah. like, I got to, I got to know, because you know, you, you know, each other running in these circles and uh, he definitely did know him. He definitely had dealt with him, and he definitely did not have anything nice to say about Joe Exotic. Wow. Yeah. But, yeah, his exact words to me were basically, I know a lot of people and have dealt with a lot of people, and for most of those people, I can come up with something nice to say, but I can't do that for Joe Maldonado is his actual name. But he uh, he had nothing good to say. Wow. So let's talk about the um – Let's talk about the, uh, the the prison video and and how differently he looked after being in jail for a little bit and all that hair color <laughs> went away. And, oh, my gosh. That, that, that was he just looked like he was from Coleman then. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Chad. 
<laughs> I do uh, make a dig at, at a super fan Chad there. Um, yeah. But uh, I just – there's so much going on. And then, you know, you look yeah. back now at – Joe Exotics, com- I'm gonna call it a compound. Can I call it a compound? I, I think that's what you call. Sure. I think that's what you call. Yeah. Um, like the the little trailers that are, here's the thing. I'm not making fun of trailers. I live. I grew up in a trailer. Lived in a trailer my whole life until I was an adult. Um, but these things are like Horrible. my shop, my garage behind my house is a thousand times nicer than these things they were living in. Yep. Yeah. No electricity, no water. I mean, even Joe's house was nasty. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, Doc said he didn't let anybody inside. I mean, he even made a comment about you don't go in there or something. Yeah. Um, I forgot what he said, but, like, Carol's house, all that weird animal print everywhere and, and stuff. And Jeez. metal furniture. She's allergic to cats. I'm like. Her house looked like <laughs> her house looked like what I would think JoJo Siwa's house would look like in thirty years. <laughs> Fair. I, I just I don't know, man. There's so much going on. Who have we yeah. not talked about yet? I know we haven't well, talked about yet. James, the big boy that was on the yeah. the guy with the uh, Prince Charming haircut. So like yeah. the, the, the guy the, with the jet ski. The jet the, the, ski. Why? That part where he's riding on the jet ski and his. <laughs> His skullet is blowing in the wind in the background. What the crap? That had nothing to do with anything. But it was amazing. It, it really was. It intensified that moment for me because I'm watching. I was like, that's awesome. But also, why? What's this got to do with anything? Well, when you're a confidential informant, I guess you get to pick one of the things that goes in there. Here's the thing. Like, hey. Yeah. The guy that was, that was editing this video, when he saw this footage, he was like, I don't know where this is going, but I'm putting this in yeah. there. It's going in there. He's getting at least three minutes of him riding this jet ski. Uh, Hair blowing in the wind. Because, you know, I think the guys that put this together and cut all this in, I feel like part of this, like, was just halfway started as a joke, and then it's like, I can't stop. It's like S-Town, you know? Like the podcast S-Town. I mean... It's like a video version of S-Town. It's just... I don't know. It's, It's... it's the gift that keeps on giving. It is. Like, there's so many little things that pop in and out. And, you know, just like Travis Maldonado's suicide. Like, was it? Right. Was it really? And then speaking of that, Joshua Dow, the campaign manager? Yeah. Really? His reaction? Yeah. Were yeah. you really the campaign manager? Did you really think he had a chance? Like, did Joe pay you? So, like, a well, pa- let's give it this. He, he did get 19% of the vote. Yeah. I mean that doesn't suck, but it seems like I read somewhere too where where he was before he was the campaign manager and came to live and work on the compound. He like sold guns and ammo at Walmart or something. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Yes, he did. He did. He did. That's where he met Joe. Wow. Joe loved Tannerite, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did like Tannerite. I'll be honest he with you, did. I love Tannerite too. <laughs> Gooch, were you there that time? Me and Ben Chester, well, we blew up that refrigerator. Refrigerator, yeah. There was so who knew there was lots of insulation inside refrigerators. I don't know. I've just never thought about it. Right? It's never been one of those things. It's like I wonder what's inside the refrigerator that you can't see. Lots well, of it's stuff full of insulation. So we packed about five pounds of tannerite in it. Everybody's standing behind trucks. I'm about a hundred yards away. I've got a Romanian RPK. What that is? It's a 
AK-47 sniper rifle. It's an AK-47 with a big long barrel and everything on it. Tripod. I'm down on the ground, the prone position. Bam. Kaboom. Then all of a sudden, Ben starts hollering, heads up, Josh, heads up. And like stuff's flying in the air. It looks like it's snowing <laughs> for probably, what, 10 minutes? Yeah. It racked the whole ground. Like it was amazing. But like stuff's flying everywhere. And that insulation got all over all of us. And it was itchy. And But it yeah. was amazing. We've got that on video. We do. We need to post that so I, beautiful footage on the guy pod page. Yeah, we'll have to yeah, find that nice. and put that on there. So somehow, and this is if you're still listening and you're interested and you've not yet actually watched this show, all of these people we've talked about, all of these characters and personalities, the one person we haven't talked about, I think is probably the most normal on the entire series, is the ex gangster who everybody basically says was the inspiration for Tony Montana yeah. and Scarface. And this guy's on here. Mario's his name. And he's a big cat owner. And he's kind of in this after being the drug pen in Miami for like all of the eighties. Mm-hmm. And somehow he just gets off like, like he was a blip on the radar because everybody else was so weird. And Oh yeah. He just owned his though. Yeah. That he was, was like, those were pets. He's like, yeah. But it, he pitch. was also he he also owned everything that he had ever previously done. He was like, yeah, okay, yeah, he did, yeah, that that's was, true. That was me. That wasn't as good of a story, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. They had to put him in there. Yeah. So when I was a single guy, and um, there was this transition between having roommates, and then I got my own apartment, and then I got married. When that transition in between, I had this apartment over in Florence, and I had black and white prints all in the living room. It was really cool, and I had the uh, scar. I had two or three Scarface prints. I had the Johnny Cash one where he's flipping the bird and holding the guitar. I had um, I had uh, Clint Eastwood from The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I had like a lot of cool black and white pictures like that, and but I had like three Scarface prints in there. And I thought I was Tony Montana, except I've never done drugs and anything illegal. But I just like him. That's probably one of my favorite movies of all times. Yes. Matter of fact, yeah. my my groom's cake was going to be the Scarface black and white poster until like my aunt fell and like smeared it, messed it up. That was going to be my groom's cake. That that, that that's an epic story in in and of itself. Yeah, sure. Aunt Cindy messed it up. Uh, so wow. Yeah. Yeah, but this dude got 100 years in prison, and he did 12. What did it, 12? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's, it's a pretty decent exchange rate, don't you think? He got off pretty easily. Here's the thing. I mean, he was convicted, guys, of drug smuggling. He was the cartel head. They said he was basically worth like $80 million, but they charged him the informant with the ATF that turned him in. They cut this dude's body apart with a chainsaw. That's what got the guy arrested. Yeah. And he gets sentenced to 100 years, and he does 12. And now Joe Exotic's behind bars, um, and this guy's out roaming free, basically owning the city of Miami again. Yeah. I, I, I got to know more about what happens to, to Joe Exotic on this, these jail charges, too. There's, there's, there's just so many questions that are unanswered in all of this. Well, you know, here's well, the you thing. You, you can kill a person and be out of jail in 12 years – you can kill a, t- a tiger, and you get ninety nine years. Yeah. You know? 
Well, you know, Joe has now put in for a presidential pardon. He's asking President Trump to um, pardon him of all charges. And he's basically suing Jeff Lowe and Carol Baskins for, I think, like $94 million um, at the same time right now. So all that's what's happening currently. That's why there's going to be a season two, because even though he's in prison, still kind of fighting for that, um, there's still a lot of story to tell. Tons of story. And and, and can we talk for just a second about how I did not have any idea that the USDA has cops of that level? Yeah, wow. Yeah, that they carry the same weight as <laughs> yeah. the FBI? Yeah. <laughs> like the fish and wildlife, like badge, like, oh, wow. I, um, A buddy of mine, um, matter of fact, he goes to church with us, Gooch. I'll, I'm not going to say his name because his dad probably wouldn't care. They're from uh, Wayne County, Tennessee, just, which is just north of Florence, and everybody there are special people. Um, I love them. They're all awesome, but there's a lot of special people there. Well, um, my buddy, uh, his older brother, the guy that goes to church with his older brother is one of my roommates in college, and one day there was a uh, – um, he was driving home, and he saw this big, giant buck out there, and he went home and got his gun and came back, and it was still there, and he shot that sucker. Well, it didn't fall down, so he shot it again. About that time, lights hit. It was a, um, it was like a sixteen-point buck, one of the biggest ones you ever seen, and it was one of the, it was a fake deer, the robot, and it was animated. Oh, and the game wardens rolled out, arrested him, took his truck, his guns, went to his house, got all anything that could be even remotely associated with hunting a deer, four wheelers, rifles, all of that, gone. Took it. I think he ended up getting his truck back, but it was really bad and lost like his hunting license for forever or something. But like they do stings and stuff like that. But then here is this cast of characters with their sordid legal backgrounds, able to buy, sell, breed big cats and uh, sell millions of dollars worth of merchandise in their lovely gift shops. That's it. Well, I mean, here's Talk the th- about capitalism. Here's the thing. I I know that. So my family, um, are country. My family, my my dad's side are country people, Union Grove, Alabama, um, and they've had horses and everything else on the above. Here's the thing. If my dad's got a bunch of cows and one of them gets sick, and the cow's gonna die, you know what my dad's gonna do? He's going to shoot it in the head and, in this case, bury it or whatever else. So, I mean, if you have 400 tigers and your business is raising tigers and you have to kill one of them because something's happened to it, it's got an injury that is not recoverable, whatever else, that's just part of raising animals, you know? Now, it's a tiger. Granted, got it, but he's had how many – 30 years of doing this or whatever, and a hundred, probably thousands of tigers, and he kills five of them because of something. Well, I mean, here's another thing, too. You got a dog that's mean, and he bites somebody, and he's got a history of that. It keeps my, you know what I'm going to do? You're going to shoot the dog, you know? Right. I mean, that's that's just the way things have been done for hundreds of years. Now, now you, the animal people, I love animals. You know, I'm just saying, though, but that's just, that's what you do. You know, a horse breaks its legs, and and now it's it's not going to survive, and every, all the above, 
You have to put it down. Now, is that humane? I don't know. Better let it sit there and suffer and die in pain or just take it out. It happens. I mean, I don't know the scenario around why he killed the five tigers and buried them. But, I mean, I don't think he would just do that just to do it. You wouldn't think. Yeah. So many questions. Well, he should have owned, what, 200 and, it was like 297 tigers is what he owned or something like that? Yeah. Something like that. Like. Like. Just now. Not, like, not what he's owned over the years, but that's like how yeah, many like, he had when this was being filmed. Yes. Well, you know, it's interesting. You look at the business of it and said, you know, Doc Antle even said, listen, the business is in the the Cubs. Oh, yeah. But what happens to all of Doc Antle's Cubs? Where do they go after they right. start growing up? More will be revealed. You know? So, you know, there's that whole part saying that he's got a uh, – um, Like a crematorium. Crematorium. Yeah, a crematorium yeah. in a in a like a vault where he gas chambers them or whatever. Yeah. I wonder if that's true. What about the meat grinder at Carol's? Like yeah. She came out and said that they painted her meat grinder in a wrong light. I don't know how you could paint it any different. I got a meat grinder. <laughs> and I put food in it and grind it up, and I feed it to animals. Speaking of food, them getting the, the Walmart trucks. Yeah, the, oh the old Walmart food and putting it on the pizzas in the concession stand. My wow. goodness. Wow. That that's illegal in itself. Yeah, and then making all the people that quote unquote work there—that's all the food they get too. Wow. <laughs> We're living in strange times here in the midst of COVID. For I just, sure, there's so many unanswered questions. It it's it's kind of hard to tell what's real and what's not. Like it, it, after this, we done with this because we're going to cut it off at some point in time. Yeah. I could talk about this for another four hours, and we have we've okay. literally there's a text thread going to him, me, Skip, Adam, and Josh Wilburn, who was on a couple of weeks ago, um, a couple of episodes, and and literally we've been talking about it for six days, yeah, pretty, all day, pretty constantly. Day. Something will pop up in one of our heads, and we'll type it in there. And what about this? And what about that? <laughs> so it's just a lot. It's so, a lot. At least if y'all, if we haven't said anything that you think we should have said. Pop it on the Guy Pod page and let's talk about it. Yeah, let's post it on our Facebook wall, and we'll all go in and talk to you about it. Talk about it in the thread, and we want to. And honestly, if you've got ideas for other episodes, because we're probably going to record what four more episodes in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So uh, if you've got any ideas, if there's anything you want to hear us talk about, pop that in the thread too. That sounds good. Love it. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back with fake news. How's that sound, guys? Love it. Let's do it. Let's face it, sometimes local is just better. Locally grown, locally sourced, shop local, eat local. But what about local expertise? At Allstate, Josh Kelly is just that, a local. So contact Tuscumbia Allstate agent Josh Kelly today so he can help you with protection that's right for you and the things you love most. His team can be reached at 256-826-5309. Allstate, are you in good hands? Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. And we're back. Thank you guys so much for uh, spending some time with us today. And for those of you that this might be your first episode, uh, at the end of each episode, we play a little game called Fake News. Fake News. Fake News. We got to get a, we got to get a theme song for that. What we need to do. We do need, yeah. What we need is we need Trump saying fake news over and over and over again. <laughs> Speaking of Trump, 
my favorite sound bite so far is he called it the what do you call it the Chinese flu and then this reporter starts ripping on him why do you call it he said because it's from China it's, she's like, it's China it's Chinese it's China that's why I call it that China so yeah I love that so fake news uh, is where I will share China. three stories one of which is real the other two are not and all of the ones China today have a very common thread. They all have to do with breaking world records. Ooh. Oh, all right. So, okay. here we go. You guys ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. And I had to dig back to find some of these because, let me tell you, with all this self-isolation, there's not a whole lot of people out doing stuff. <laughs> so I have had to dig back to last summer, in some instances, trying to, trying to find something. First story comes out of Bentonville, Arkansas. It's from June, oh. June 23rd, 2019. Bentonville, Arkansas. Genevieve Stockton, uh, or the headline, I'm sorry. It's been a while since we've done this. Arkansas <laughs> woman places garden gnomes in her front flower bed, sets Guinness record. Genevieve Stockton has always enjoyed making her front garden festive. The past summer, This past summer, she set a Guinness record by placing 2,398 of the little mystical sculptures in her flower bed. Several neighborhood children come by daily to see the gnomes. Genevieve says she plans to place flamingos next spring to break the record for that. Hmm. Hmm. All right, gnomes. Okay. What's next? Guinness record number two. 242 ukulele players set Guinness record September 21st, 2019. This comes out of Jacksonville, Florida. A total of 242 participants at the Central Coast Ukulele Festival played ukuleles while wearing fake mustaches, setting the Guinness record for such a feat while also raising over $2,600 for cancer research. What was the name of the festival? The Central Coast Ukulele Festival. Jacksonville, Florida. Hmm. All right. All right. Story number three. A little more recent, March 26, 2020. Teacher plays Just Dance for 138 hours, sets Guinness record. This comes out of L.A. A California teacher broke a Guinness world record when she played a video game, the video game Just Dance for 18 hours and 34 seconds. Carrie Swadecki of Bakersfield said she became interested in movement-based video games about 20 years ago when she started playing the arcade game Dance Dance Revolution. So there are your three stories. So I'm going. So one thing that I know about Jacksonville, Florida, is that it's a big punk scene. Okay. So so that's throwing me off that the ukulele festival would be there. I happen to know a lot about ukuleles. Ukuleles. I'm a uke player um, myself, (laughs) and. I can't imagine there'd be 242 people to get together to play ukuleles with fake mustaches in Jacksonville, Florida. I have no in Jacksonville, idea. Florida, there's a lot of rednecks there, too. There's a big Navy base there, too. I mean, but, people coming but, from all over the place. But the, the thing about it is, I mean, like, I don't know. That sounds fishy. Right. Um, the Garden Gnomes, it's in Arkansas. I could see it Back happening. That's real. Yeah. But, but then I'm thinking too, like, okay, garden gnome is four inches wide, you know, maybe four to five inches wide, and you've got 2,400 of them. Like, 
Her entire front yard will be covered. Right. 2,398 of them, to be exact. So, I mean, you get almost 2,400 garden gnomes, and they're side by side. I mean, you're thinking at least five, 6,000 inches across. I don't know what that oh, no. goes into feet, but, I mean, you're talking four or 500 feet wide. It could be multiple right. sizes. I don't Squared, have a clue. you know. The average size is four inches. I mean, you're talking – she was in her garden bed. I mean, that sounds – I'm just trying to do the math on it. It's where my mind's going. Right. And then the teacher playing dance dance. I believe that. I mean, doesn't sound too odd for me. The Yukon right. was very specific. And traditionally when Skip's very specific stuff is, he's trying to really sell it. I'm going with the Yuk is fake news. What's your thoughts, Gooch? You get you got to pick the the real news. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us your reasoning while he thinks, Gooch. So, um, how long was the Just Dance World Record? It was eighteen hours. Eighteen hours thirty four seconds. Eighteen hours. So, like, I mean, I can see somebody playing that long. Um, I'm kind of like you on the gnome story in your flower beds. Cause I think that was the headline, right? Yep. Like, like, yes. I'm in thinking her front flower beds. Yeah. So I'm going, the real story is the ukulele festival as well. So you th- you're saying ukulele is real. Yeah. Jo- Josh, what about you? I was thinking ukulele was fake. Oh, you think it's fake? Um, I, I, I'm out on garden gnomes. I think I'm totally yeah, out on garden I, that gnomes. That was fake. And yeah, I'm out. Now I'm like second guessing myself on the uke thing. Central Coast. What was it called? Central Coast? The Central Coast Ukulele Festival. What are you saying, Gooch? Which one's real? Teacher or you? I I am uh, – I think I'm sticking with it. I think the ukulele is real. I'm going with teacher real. All right. All right. Final answers? Yep. Final answers. One of us is right. <laughs> One of you is correct. Uh-oh. I need a win right here. Teacher plays yes. Just Dance for 130 hours, oh, 38 hours. Gooch. Guinness record. Yes. Good Lord. I needed that. We're even now, buddy. We're back on the same We're record. Swadecki said. Tied. I needed that. Swadecki said the game led to her losing about 75 pounds and placing high in local tournaments when she was playing Dance Dance Revolution in her early years. Swadecki wow. set her uh, Just Dance record by playing the 2015 version of the game for 138 hours. And 34 seconds at Otto's Video Games and More in Bakersville. Bakersfield. So, congratulations, Josh Kelly. Uh, uh, oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. Um, that felt good. Yeah. I, I needed that win. It's bothered me ever since <laughs> we got off on one and you were ahead of me by one. Now we're back at an even count, and uh, it feels very nice. Uh, all right. God, yeah, that feels awesome. good, China. Um, I just, 
I want to keep talking about it, Adam. Yeah, you're <laughs> going to. I, I know you well enough to know that's exactly what's going to happen. I just, the, sent, I just sent you a text message, the, by the, the way. The text threads I will be blowing it. up on the um, on the fake news victory of JK over. And I just sent you yeah. a picture of me and how I feel about me <laughs> beating you just then. So, um, on, on a quick serious note, we hope everybody out there that is listening to us is faring well in this uh, in this current situation. I hope you're taking care of yourself. Hope nobody in your family is affected by any of this. And um, if you find yourself just needing a good laugh, please go back and pick up the rest of our episodes. Um, you're not going to learn anything. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll roll your eyes, all sorts of stuff like Maybe that. Maybe get offended. I don't Maybe know. Maybe get offended. China. It's possible. Yeah. Hey, also too, um, and I, also, I realize also too is not an actual word, but, but that's what say I say. it all the time. I say it, okay? <laughs> it's a Josh word. Um, we are coming up on our, our um, for our sponsorship with Allstate, and we have some spots open. If you want to advertise on the Guy Pod, um, we've got a big reach. We have over 1,000 listeners within the first week of every episode dropping, and tons after that so um if you'd like to advertise with us you can reach out to us at the real guy pod at gmail.com or just message one of us on facebook and find us and we'll get you some info on it that's it all right boys so that's all for this week again thanks for listening in don't forget to follow us on facebook at the guy pod subscribe to us on itunes podbean or spotify or you can listen to us directly at www.theguypod.com just like josh said our email is the real guy pod at gmail.com we would love to hear from you um and until next time guys i guess that's it for this episode of the guy pod so for josh kelly and skip nichols i'm adam gooch and remember when you're in over your head the first thing to do is close your mouth carol killed don she did let's face it sometimes local is just better locally grown locally sourced shop local eat local but what about local expertise at Allstate, Josh Kelly is just that, a local. So contact Tuscumbia Allstate agent Josh Kelly today so he can help you with protection that's right for you and the things you love most. His team can be reached at 256-826-5309. Allstate, are you in good hands? Subject to terms, conditions, and availability.